0: In a boost for the ruling party, the DPP's Taipei Hui over the weekend defeated the KMT's Ming Mingzhen in a by-election in Nantou. She has become the first DPP lawmaker to win a seat in the, com- in the county, which is a KMT standhold. Cai won on a razor-thin margin of 45,218 votes, only 1,925 votes away from her KMT rival. On Sunday, she thanked her voters from a motorcade procession in Nantou streets. Analysts say the key factor behind her win may have been because Lin had been involved in Nantou politics for over 10 years, and voters may have wanted to see a fresh face.
1: The day after DPP lawmaker Tsai Pei Hui won Nanto's by-election, she immediately got up early and launched a motorcade to travel through Nanto's streets, waving and thanking voters.
2: In the past two elections, I was defeated. This time, I've won the election. For me, it's not about winning or losing. For me, the question is whether I want to continue working hard for Nanto, and the answer is yes. Getting elected is just the beginning of my responsibilities. I can't be slack about anything in my work.
1: It was the first time for Tsai to challenge Nantou's second electoral district, and she defeated the KMT's Lin Ming Jung by almost two thousand votes. Aside from fulfilling her political pledges one by one, she would also actively cooperate with the local government. It's not just the
2: there won't only be assistance from the central government, we must also cooperate with local governments. There are problems with trash. As long as I serve as a legislator, I will definitely speak with my campaign office director, Legislator Loa Meiling. We will liaise with the Environmental Protection Administration and then invite the Nantou County government to join us for further discussions.
1: Tsai was able to break into a KMT stronghold. One doctor thinks it's because after Lin Ming-jung stepped down as Nantou County magistrate, he returned to run for the legislature against Tsai. Voters may have been sick of seeing the same old face in politics.
2: Li Mingzhen has already been a legislator in Nantou. He's been a commissioner and then he came back and ran as a lawmaker again. He said at the beginning he didn't want to do this. Then, because other potential candidates didn't do well in opinion polls, he ran again. Therefore, possibly the voters wanted to go out with the old and in with the new. They may have adopted an attitude of switching him with someone else and seeing what the new person would do.
1: Tsai served as a DPP legislator at large in 2016. In 2020 she ran to be a legislator in Nantol's first constituency and lost. And in 2022 she ran for Nantol County Commissioner and lost. Now she's managed to win a foothold in a KMT stronghold and Return to the legislature.
0: A delegation led by Eswatini's Prime Minister, Cleopatra Sipo Thamini arrived in Taipei on Sunday. While speaking to reporters at the airport in Taoyuan, Thamini said that Taiwan and Eswatini, which is Taiwan's only African ally, have enjoyed cordial relations since Eswatini's founding in 1968. The two countries have also supported each other in many ways since then, he said. President Tsai Ing-wen on Monday will receive the delegation, which is then expected to meet with Premier Chen Jianren, as well as representatives of Taiwanese businesses that operate in Eswatini. The delegation will also visit the Xinzhu Science Park. Some of Taiwan's brightest students have gone to Japan on scholarships over the past seven decades. One hundred of those former scholarship recipients gathered together for an event in Taipei on Sunday, sharing their experiences and making new connections. Officials from both countries spoke about the scholarship program, saying it is a great way to strengthen bilateral relations in the absence of formal diplomatic ties. Let's hear from the officials.
2: Roughly 100 people who previously studied in Japan gathered together for an event held by the Japan-Taiwan Exchange Association. 67
1: years ago, the Japanese government provided scholarships to us here in Taiwan, allowing our brightest students to study abroad in Japan, to better understand Japan and to build a relationship between our two countries.
2: From 1955 to 1972, the Japanese government directly funded scholarships for Taiwanese to study in Japan. After formal diplomatic ties were cut in 1972, informal relations between the two countries continued through the Japan Taiwan Exchange Association, which also continued to manage the scholarship program. Since the program began in 1955, it has given study opportunities to 3,100 students from Taiwan. Five decades after its establishment, the association says it hopes the scholarship program will continue to. Strengthen bilateral relations.
1: If we continue to bring together past scholarship recipients, I believe that will be a driving force for and a contribution to our country's relationship. My past experience as an international student in Japan had a great impact on my life. During the first few years I was in Japan, our country suddenly cut ties. My life was thrown into disarray and I was fully discontent, frustrated and worried.
2: Representative to Japan Frank Shia spoke via pre-recorded video at the event, sharing his experiences studying in Japan when he was younger. He also spoke on his efforts to promote stronger bilateral ties.
1: To be frank, the current state of Taiwan-Japan relations is very good. Non-governmental exchanges are going very well. I hope that in the future we can have these types of exchanges on a global scale.
2: Japanese and Taiwanese officials alike hope that academic exchanges can sow the seeds of strong future bilateral relations.
0: The COVID pandemic is waning and schools, colleges and universities have been waiting for mask wearing regulations to be eased. Now, starting on Monday, students can make their own independent decisions about wearing masks indoors. However, physician Jiang Guan Yu says many respiratory and gastrointestinal diseases are transmitted by children and adolescents. Diseases in these groups spread faster than in adults. And easing these rules should not be taken lightly. Let's hear what he has to say. With 4 to 10 year olds and teenagers that are 10 to 15
1: years old, once many restrictions are lifted, the transmission rate of respiratory and gastrointestinal infectious diseases is faster than that of adults. People like handicraft and ceramic art teachers should encourage everyone to wash their hands frequently.
0: Doctors suggest that special care needs to be taken when people are in close contact with each other. The education ministry also says that students should still wear wear masks on crowded public transport or in places such as school buses. The annual Taipei Azalea Festival held in Daan Forest Park has kicked off. Visitors are flocking to the park where now hundreds of beautiful azaleas and hydrangeas are in bloom. Its location right in the heart of the city and near the KM- MRT makes it ideal space for floral picnic. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang takes us in for a look. A group of friends snaps a photo with flowers. The 2023
3: Taipei Azalea Festival kicked off on March 1st. This year, the festival offers several decorated landscapes for people to take photos. Every year, the festival attracts many locals as well as tourists. One visitor in a wheelchair also came to view the flowers, praising the park for its convenience and barrier-free facilities. <laughs>
4: I think after the epidemic it is worth cherishing and appreciating the flowers. I think Da'an Forest Park is very convenient for people in wheelchairs because it can be easily reached by riding the MRT and there are barrier free facilities
3: throughout the park. Because uh, the winter is, is cold so maybe slow. I just see the end of uh, March oh, so we'll come here. Not only are there azaleas in the park, but French lavender and hydrangeas are also blooming. Hydrangeas usually bloom in Taipei's Yamingshan from mid-May to mid-June many visitors wanted to catch a glimpse of the hydrangeas earlier so they visited Daan Forest Park the blooming time for both hydrangeas and azaleas at Daan Forest Park is from around late February to mid or late March
4: I saw hydrangeas so I came out for a walk the hydrangea blooms earlier here and it is also convenient you can get here by the MRT
3: prepare about uh, two thousand huh? so every. They, uh, is open. You can uh, come to see here and see, see along or take a picture. We have prepared here for for you. Flower lovers can visit Daan Forest Park to get a glimpse of the beautiful flowers till March 31st. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Lu Tong in Taipei.
0: Newsweek has recently released a list of the world's 250 best hospitals, sparking an uproar among medical staff at Taiwanese hospitals. Only one Taiwanese hospital, National Taiwan University Hospital, was on the list, and it came in at number 249. Taiwanese doctors say Taiwanese medical care is advanced and its hospitals should have been included on the list or got a higher ranking. The health minister, Xue Ruiyuan, said he could only comment once he understood the performance indicators Newsweek used when ranking global hospitals.
1: Hospitals in Taiwan may have more patients. Particularly once you enter a hospital, it seems like there's a lively crowd. If some people from other countries saw this, perhaps they may not be used to it. So with these kinds of rankings, we need to see what performance indicators they adopted.
0: Doctors at National Taiwan University Hospital said they did not understand why their medical technology and service standards receive a ranking behind Japan and South Korea. She said 30 hospitals were included on a longer list and he felt happy about this. As for what hospital ranked where, he would need to see the evaluation criteria before he could make a comment. For a physician, Su Jianming, life changed in an instant. A traffic accident caused him to lose not just his sight, but also his ability to practice medicine, and the blessing to marry his girlfriend from his in-laws. It was a dark time for Su. Eventually, he found the motivation to help others, both through his psychiatric counseling and by organizing activities for other blind. Now he and his wife hope to take that mission a step further through opening a nursing home specifically for people with vision loss. Let's hear from Sue and other on his inspiring transformation.
4: In New Taipei's Zhonghe district a rehearsal is underway. All the performers are blind. Backstage, physician Su Jianming, one of the concert's organizers, is getting ready for his own performance. He will be singing two songs at the concert.
2: 这个,这个声音可以吗?
4: Su hopes that the event will bring some light into the lives of others who, like him, are blind. In January 1989, Su was discharged from mandatory military service. After graduating from Kaohsiung Medical University and passing the exams to be a doctor in the public medical system, he was ready to practice general internal medicine. However, those plans were thrown into chaos by a traffic accident.
2: I was on my scooter and passed by an area where they were doing road work. There was a forklift carrying steel plates, and I crashed into the plates at eye level. After
4: the accident, I developed meningitis, which nearly killed me. After the accident, Su found himself hospitalized for nearly two months and was on the verge of death. The situation left Sue's mother concerned about his future, and a dark cloud hung over him for some time. What left the
2: deepest impression on me from back then was this one time when my mother was massaging my throat for me. Halfway through, she got choked up. I said, what's wrong? We were in my room, and across the hallway, there was a picture of me from the days of my bachelor's program. She said, your eyes were so big then, and now they've shrunk.
4: Despite his life-changing accident, Sue's wife, who was his girlfriend at the time, says Sue never became very emotional. She says he was more cool-headed than others.
3: What's
5: special is that he doesn't have many mood swings. The only exception was the year of the accident. When he went home for the Lunar New Year holiday, he was quite downtrodden. I think he is a very rational person. Because of this rationality, he tends to bury things inside.
2: I thought to myself, what will I do when I need to head out on my own? How will I handle my everyday life, my food, clothing, housing and activity? I'll never see anything ever again. How can I live with that? I was actually asking myself these things, not just rhetorically.
4: After losing his vision, Su was unable to proceed with plans to start his medical career, as there were no positions available that blind people could do. When he failed to register with his assigned hospital for a vacancy, his qualifications were cancelled by the examination office, and he was listed as having failed to report without reason. Besides his career difficulties, his girlfriend's parents started to object to their relationship, saying they worried about their daughter's future. Facing such challenges in both his career and his relationship, Su had to carve a new path for himself.
5: After the accident, there were lots of people giving him advice, and he started to engage with lots of religious ideas. He chose the path that was the most rational to him, and he had a much easier time after getting into Buddhism. He started thinking about the purpose of life.
4: After many years of petitioning the examination authority, Su was finally able to get back his qualifications. Eight years after his accident, he finally donned a long coat once again and began practicing as a clinical psychiatrist. In 2001, Su accepted an interview in which he talked about the ebb he experienced following his accident.
2: During those eight years I had gone from being an internal medicine physician to becoming nothing, to having nothing,
4: and then I slowly started over. In his work, Su demonstrates that blindness doesn't impact his profession. Rather, he says it makes him a better physician. Many of his patients say that although Su is blind, he sees with his heart. They express being able to more easily shed their inhibitions with him, which lets them recover sooner.
3: He obviously can't see with his eyes, but he seems able to see a person's mental state in a way that others can't, and he sees it more clearly. Depression can be a mess, and it's like a dark cloud overhead or like duckweeds that cover an entire lake. But Dr. Su seems able to push the duckweeds out of the way and find a small yellow flower hidden among them.
4: Su recalls one patient he worked with, using his keen hearing and mental focus to help her get to the root of her troubles. <laughs> She talked about her relationship
2: with her father, which was fraught with problems. She was rubbing her hands together, so I asked her why. She said one hand was a fist and the other was grasping it. I told her to imagine that the two hands were engaged in conversation and asked what they would say to each other. She thought about it, and a few moments later she said, the open hand is my father and I am the fist, holding them together like this is me saying I wish my father would show some concern for me.
4: The discovery that despite his blindness, he could help patients like this served as a form of self-affirmation for Sue.
3: I walked home with him, and this helped him to walk more quickly and more easily. As someone who experiences depression, I have thought of myself as being useless. But in that moment, I felt like I could be somewhat useful.
4: Through his work with patients, Sue found a glimmer of hope. However, he still had some challenges to overcome. He and his wife, Zeng Mei Yun, who was his junior classmate during his school years, eventually married after knowing each other for 27 years. But getting there meant first overcoming objections from her family.
5: Of course, my family was the main factor. They were definitely worried, especially since that was just after his accident and he didn't have a job. That was something my family was unable to accept.
4: The two also had their own things to work out.
5: We had a cooling off period, and we both went off to work on our issues. I thought it was important for him to learn to prepare his own meals. I felt that would give him a more solid grounding and better peace of mind.
4: Sue and his wife started out needing each other, but strengthened their bond through learning to appreciate each other. Both the ups and downs of their relationship have contributed to the lasting marriage.
3: I uh, Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 Hi.
4: Their only child, a daughter, grew up surrounded by love. Hi. Hi. After he finishes his work for the day, Su heads off to engage in another of his life's pursuits. In a classroom in the city, Su leads other blind people in recitations and discussions of Buddhist scriptures. Su took over leading the group after it was established in
0: 2015. Our Buddhist teacher at the time told us he had spoken with Su more than 20 years ago about holding seminars with other blind people to discuss a text on the path to enlightenment. Since Su had already studied the text previously, he thought he would be very suitable, and that he already had strong feelings about the material. Our teacher hoped that Su could take what he had learned and pass it on to others.
4: The process of studying ancient texts involves listening to audio files and then discussing the content as a group. In their efforts to understand the scriptures and apply the teachings to their own lives, for the group members, Su is a good example to follow.
0: When we encounter difficulties in our lives, for example, in our relationships, in our work, or in dealing with our emotions or with the death of someone close to us, we sometimes forget to apply what we learn. We read these books, but then we go home and we forget to use what we learn. However, Dr. Su has lots of experience, and he discusses that experience with us and passes it on.
4: Su and his wife have a vision for the future. They discovered that the typical nursing home in Taiwan is not designed to help people with vision loss, and hope to create their own nursing home that caters to this segment of the population. Our thinking at the time was that
2: everyone would live together and help each other, and volunteer workers could live there too. In building the facility, we would design it around the needs of blind people. Of course, if we find a plot of land,
4: it will be easier to build something. For Sue, finding ways to care for more people and to make life better for them is a non-stop pursuit. To this end, he established a choir and orchestra comprised of blind performers.
3: Lots
2: of people in our seminar ask what changed for me after I learned about Buddhism. I told them that the order of what I pursue will change, with more priority given to benefiting others and some personal enjoyments getting moved to the back burner. It's about changing the patterns of life. I think the best gift this accident has given me is to start thinking seriously about the meaning and value of life. When I'm on my deathbed, I'll look back and won't have any regrets. I'll feel like I've lived a fulfilling life. Sue's
4: life changed in an instant following his traffic accident, but through persistence and ambition, he demonstrated that blindness need not be a limiting factor. Now Sue is making life better for others with vision loss, one seminar and one concert at a time.